the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. Joining me now, Congressman Michael McCall from the 10th District here in the great state of Texas. Congressman McCall, Chairman of the House Committee on Homeland Security, also the author of this book, Failures of Imagination, The Deadliest Threats to Our Homeland and How to Thwart Them. Congressman, welcome back. Hey, thanks, Chris, for having me. Russia is funding, sending money over here to the United States. Uh, your colleagues, Lamar Smith and Randy Weber, uh, from, also from the same area down in South Texas you are representing, uh, have discovered a money trail from Vladimir Putin funding green groups. Their, their effort is to shut down American energy production, which directly impacts us here in the state of Texas. The idea is to drive up prices of energy so that Vladimir Putin can finance his thuggish government. Uh, what do you say about this revelation of actual ties of Russia funding left-wing groups in America? Well, it's it's uh, right up their alley. This is what they do. That they try to destabilize countries, uh, whether it be Europe or the United States. And now we have a concerted effort coming out of the Kremlin uh, to you know fund leftist groups of all things to then impact the price uh, or production of energy in the United States, which then in turn benefits them. And remember, Putin's main source of um, income for his country is his energy output and his uh, oil and gas. So if he can disrupt our production, which is what they're apparently trying to do, uh, that plays to their benefit. And this, they're masters at disinformation, uh, campaign warfare, whether it's elections or whether it's doing stuff like this to, to uh, jack up the price of energy coming out of Russia and, and, uh, and destabilize our efforts to produce energy in the United States. And he uses energy on the former Soviet republics to keep them in line. He uses it as a threat. And Donald Trump has said he wants to undermine that threat by exporting American energy over to these former Soviet satellite states so that they will no longer be held hostage by Vladimir Putin. Uh, and yeah, and, and that is we good. We passed the crude oil export uh, ban. Yes. This long time ban on crude oil. Primarily, well, it's good for Texas, first of all, but it also has a very good foreign policy bent to it because the uh, European Union actually asked us to lift that ban because they don't want to be dependent on Russian oil. And so this gives us the ability to produce and sell energy to Europe and help get them off this dependence of, of Russian oil. Yeah. And liquefied natural gas, too. You, you and I have talked LNG. before yeah, mm -hmm. about this, this massive discovery, possibly the second largest proven oil and natural gas reserve right there in West Texas. I mean, we could, we could be the primary supplier to all of Eastern Europe to get them out from under the, the jackbooted thuggery of, of Vladimir Putin. Let's, let's switch gears if we can. Sanctuary cities very much in the headlines, not only here in the state of Texas, where uh, Dallas, Houston, Austin, San Antonio have joined, joined lawsuits because they, they want the ability to stand up for illegal alien felons to continue to let them out on the streets to harm Americans. Uh, the Trump administration and the governor of this state, the, the state of Texas, saying, hey, I don't think that's right that we ought to allow these, these states to thumb their nose uh, and these cities to thumb their nose at the rule of law. California is going one step further. California is declaring the whole dang state a sanctuary state for illegal alien felons. My question to you is, what can the federal government do and what would you support, Congressman, to punish the state of California for violating the rule of law? 
Well, we just passed last week our uh, sanctuary city bill uh, at the federal level and under our Constitution, a federal law will preempt a state law uh, such as this. So, you know, I urge this. The Senate's got to get this passed, uh, signed into law by the president. It's a big priority uh, that he ran on, of course. Uh, and then it will es- essentially uh, null and void that uh, statute in California. It's amazing, California, you compare it to Texas. And, you know, they, uh, they just passed a cap-and-trade bill in California uh, just the other day <laughs> as well. I applaud our state leadership in Texas for what they've done on this very important issue. And I think the, well, I think what you're going to see is a practical effect is you're going to see more criminal aliens going to California uh, and leaving the state of Texas. So, uh, and all we say is cooperate with federal law enforcement. And if there is a, what's called an ICE detainer on an individual, individual to honor that detainer and turn that person over to uh, federal authorities, and that's that's really all we're asking for. Well, and, now uh, here, you know, most people do that and should do it anyway. Yeah, well, here in the state of Texas, we have that we passed a law that will criminalize elected leaders openly and wantonly violating the rule of law. We will throw uh, liberal extremists in jail if they decide to to th- show their support and their uh, and their love for illegal alien felons by trying to let them back on the streets to plague American citizens. Should a similar uh, fate befall elected leaders out in the state of California if they violate the federal law, if it, get pa- if it gets passed? Well, again, I, I think this, uh, the federal provision has civil uh, penalties that a, a municipality that does not follow this law, hopefully it will be passed into law, uh, can be sued uh, by, by the victims. And I think that's an appropriate uh, measure. But I think what, what, you know, I talked to Dan Patrick and others, what their thinking is with the state of Texas is that if you're going to you're going to give uh, criminal aliens a safe haven, you're actually being complicit with criminal uh, wrongdoing. And, and so, you know, I, I, t- I completely understand, you know, where the state was coming. Our provision at the federal level uh, is very, very similar to the state provision, but uh, provides for civil uh, penalties. So yeah, I right. once this is signed into law, the doctrine of preemption under the Constitution will provide, you know, basically, um, again, null and void that uh, California law. Yeah, and you know why I ask, because there are many Americans, and in particular many Texans, who are tired of these people of one political party violating the law, and they get to walk scot-free, and, and they get to sit there, oh, I, I'm a Democrat, I get to violate the law, and they get to go out and do whatever the heck they want. Uh, with impunity, and people are tired of that, and I, I would rationalize that's why Donald Trump got elected. Congressman Michael McCall is our guest right now, 10th District, here in the great state of Texas. Sir, you are involved with something called Race for Children, the Race for Children Act. What is that? Well, this will be the third uh, childhood cancer bill that we ha- have moved forward in, in the Congress. Um, you know, I, I, I chaired the Childhood Cancer Caucus to help these, uh, you know, it's the number one killer of our children in this country. And uh, this particular bill will require the FDA to, when they look at adult cancer drugs, look at the application of those drugs to children. It seems like a pretty basic premise. However, they, they were refusing to do this. And there are many cases of adult uh, drugs that could be applied to children to save their lives. And I've seen so many cases of, of parents wanting their children to get on these uh, particular therapies, drug therapies, but we're not allowed to do so uh, because of this arcane law under the FDA. With the passage of this bill, very bipartisan, by the way, um, 
overwhelming support, um, and it's on a must-pass piece of legislation, the FDA authorization. I think this bill uh, will will save you know, the lives of many children out there. All right. Last thing I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, I, I didn't want to dominate the interview with this because I, I wanted to talk about the more substantive issues. But uh, some of your colleagues up there on the Hill, uh, this is Senator Kane, the former Democrat vice presidential candidate. In regards to Donald Trump Jr.'s uh, uh, meeting that fell, 20-minute meeting with that Russian lawyer, here's what he said. This is moving into perjury, false statements, uh, and even in potentially treason. Treason, Congressman. In your view, does, does this rise to the level of treason for Donald Trump Jr.? I, I think, look, we have a special counsel, Bob Mueller, assigned to investigate this. We also have a House and Senate investigation. I don't want to jump to any conclusions till we have all the facts, you know, in front of us. Um, we are going to pass a Russian sanctions bill, I think, in the next couple of weeks, you know, up here. But let, let's let these investigations play out before we jump to conclusions and start, you know, calling out pe- people for treason. Uh, you know, I am, you know, I don't know. I, I kind of get the sense listening to a Sean Hannity interview that he was just a little bit, you know, careless. And, and uh, you know, this person, this lawyer apparently did have some sort of Russian you know, intelligence background. That concerns me, quite honestly, Chris, that kind of person's uh, in Trump Tower. But let's let's not uh, start jumping to th- these wild conclusions about uh, whether it was they, you know, violated, uh, cr- you know, criminal statutes or you know, it was treason. This is all going to play out in, in these investigations. And, you know, we're going to get to the bottom of it. I think the American people deserve to know. But let's not engage in a bunch of hyperbole as well before we have all the facts. Failures of Imagination, the Deadliest Threats to Our Homeland and How to Thwart Them. That's the name of the book, the author, Congressman Michael McCall, the 10th District here in the great state of Texas. Good friend of the program, sir. Appreciate you being here as always on the Chris Salcedo Show. Hey, likewise, Chris. Thanks for having me.